friends, family, and everyone in between. Welcome to a very, very heartwarming episode of the Feel Good Podcast, where we chat with our heroes and ask them about their lives and the things that make them feel good. I am your good co-host, Mike Osgood. And, and with me, as always, is this bearded gentleman. Your your Phil co-host, who is apparently cozy beyond recognition. You see that sweater? How could you not be cozy? Anywho! <laughs> Everybody, we want to get straight into this interview because it's something that we're extremely proud of. Um, Absolutely. We are excited that we got the chance to reconnect with our former guest, Sam Sadate White. You might remember her as uh, an autistic developer who created some programs and donated them to a nonprofit. Uh, and guess what? We had the ability to reconnect with her as she had some good news to share with us. And that because of her efforts and her donations and everything, she was able to get her dream job at the nonprofit that she donated her apps to. I'm so proud. And so proud of you, Sam. We're so proud of you. And little to our knowledge, we actually helped her get a job, which took what? us by surprise. And we've already cried about 17 million times because... I'm, st I'm still crying. I am still crying. <laughs> uh, the one thing that we wanted to do with this podcast was find ways to help amplify a variety of voices and create something that you know, can do good by hearing about the things that make others feel good too. Yes. And the non Institute was able to hear our episode and hire Sam and see all the goodness that she does. And with that, we were able to get an interview with Melody Marshall, who is the director of outreach over at non and Sam so that we can reconnect with her and learn all about the education and the work that they're doing, which is so incredibly great. Just so you guys know, Naparel is teaching young adults with autism courses in digital art, animation, and programming, really focusing on helping them learn these hard and soft industry skills so that they can work in fields of like game design, character creation, and develop quality things. It's incredible. And we really want you to hear from them about all the good stuff that they're doing. So 110%. I mean, I feel like a, we just got to let them tell the good people. We got to let them tell the good people. Tell so. the, yeah. <laughs> On with it. Like test? Put our hands up in the air right. and just. Sam, you know, you know. All right, everybody, hands up. All right. And then what I want you to do, I want you to channel some energy into these hands. I want you to channel it. And I want you to make some freaking fireballs. Like just hold them in your hands. And then what I want you to do is roll a d20. And I want you to just cast these balls up into the air. We're throwing some good vibes. We're generating. We're manifesting. It's happening. We're getting some energies. We're feeling good. We're feeling, we're feeling good. And friends, family, and everybody awesome. in between. Thank you. We are here with 
not just one person this time. We have a dynamic duo and a returning freaking fantastic face of Sam Sadate White and also Melody Marshall from Nonpareil Online. Hello and welcome to Hi. the two Hi. Hello, Hi, everybody. How awesome. are you both doing today? Excited? Go. Fantastic. Yeah. Good. Amazing. Wonderful. Awesome. I'm, Love it. I was going to say, let's start with Sam for a second. Like, how how have you been since the last time we, we've talked to you? What's new? Oh, wow. So life has changed a lot. Actually, the last time I seen y'all, um, I was a stay-at-home mom, as you remember. And I um, back then, I had a relationship with non online and or uh, just non in general. And I had donated an app uh, to them. And my friend, good friend, uh, Mark was my mentor and we had been exchanging emails and calls for about two years, uh, a year and a half to two years. And uh, during that time, um, apparently they had an opening online and uh, the summer in July. So I applied and was uh, very grateful, thankful enough to have gotten the job. And it's been a whirlwind of learning. And it's just kind of a dream job, to be honest. <laughs> I, love, I love our crew. That's awesome. And Sam's a dream anyway. So I'm so excited she's with us. We are also so excited. And yes. Melody, how are you today? I'm doing absolutely great. We had so much fun in class today. And um just so much fun i love our job that's we just get to so... work with the coolest people that's awesome and that is so Yay. awesome to hear and i can't wait to learn more about Nabharel and everything that yes the good that you do but before we acknowledge the good in everything mm. that is Nabharel mm. and additional sam sadate white we have to acknowledge the bad, and we need to make it be gone. So this, everybody, Ooh. is our moment of bad. We're each going to take roughly mm -hmm. 60 seconds. We'll see how much it takes for us to get this stuff and make it get out of here. Uh, Byron, do you want to start off today? You know what? I'm happy to start off today because I have, I have a major complaint to the lazy people department that oh, are no. lazy people. Okay. Lazy. People. Lazy. Okay. So here, here's where my situation is today. Like I'm working on a project that is foreign language. I do not speak this foreign language. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I can, there's only so much that I can kind of get behind, you know, just being, I believe an intelligent person who knows enough to be able to like follow certain guidelines to their fullest conclusion. But at a certain point, I, I can't speak the language. So I have to go to two people who are helping me out, the writer and the translator. And these two people just keep on passing off the responsibility to one another in order to just not help out one guy is the writer being like i don't speak german the other guy who's i'm relying on translation for is stating that like well i don't know the videos because i didn't write it but i'm calling i'm calling shenanigans because he was also the actor in the videos so he knows what's up he spoke every single line 
period, okay? And I'm the monkey in the middle. I'm doing the editing. I'm going between two people who just cannot tell me what they want. And in the middle of all of it, like we're getting closer and closer to the end, the thing that just like made me absolutely lose it was the writer. Just he makes a joke. He thinks he's being funny. He goes, wouldn't it be so funny if I spoke German this whole time? Jail, straight to jail, go to jail. Do not pass go, do not collect 200. Go straight to jail. Yeah, be gone. Jail, be jail. Gone. Be gone to jail. Be gone. Sorry. Be gone to jail. Be gone to German jail. And don't don't pass go. You don't collect any money. No. Get out of here. Jail. I'm sorry. Jail. I don't make the rules. Well, in out of Monopoly world, um, I have a a particular bad. uh, What? Please. I've been having a lot of battles with nature lately. And it's been a thing. I've had like the Great War of the Moles lately in my backyard. And now I'm experiencing an I'm experiencing all out aerial assault in my house. And what? there's flies. There are so <laughs> many flies. And it's gotten to be a problem. I used to be able to just rely on my dog to be my piranha plant and go after him, just just straight up get him. But lately, she hasn't been pulling her weight. So I had to resort to going into full, like, Xena Warrior Princess mode and buying those <laughs> and kind of unleashing my inner Serena Williams and getting those electric fly swatters that look like tennis rackets and straight up dual wielding <laughs> and going after them and just like, and getting so many flies lately. Um, I don't know what's happening out here in Vancouver, Washington, but there happens to be a lot of them. They happen to be taking refuge in my house and they're not welcome. Flies, get the heck out of here, please. The fact that you haven't made the video to do, like to show us all of this, like do the Star Wars kid video. I was just wondering. (laughs) That will be added value for this episode. I promise you, I promise. Your dog needs motivation. Doggy Mike, thank you so much for letting us know what's bugging you. <laughs> okay, Melody, get out of here. Sorry. <laughs> all right. All right. Go to jail. All right. I'm no. going to jail. To Go to jail. Do not collect $200. Yeah. Melody, now you've put yourself in uh, on trial in the hot seat. What is, what is your bad this week? What really bothers me, kind of what we talked about earlier a little bit, would be series ending. I hate that. Mm. It's like, Mm. what am I going to watch next? Am I going to go to HBO Max? Am I going to go to Disney Plus? Am I going to go to Netflix or Hulu? And what is actually worth my time? Because I like to watch something all at once, not in little bits and pieces. But there's some things that are so good, you got to watch it every week. And then when they end, you're like, what happened? Why? So I'm feeling a little lost and sad and trying to figure out what's my next streaming event. Well, Melody. uh, It's it's a sad existence over here. It's okay. (laughs) I I think as a whole, we feel your pain. And uh, as avid pop culture enthusiasts here we have plenty of recommendations for you and Absolutely. we're here for your support 
So if you are in oh, need, thank you. if you or a loved one are in need of some pop culture <laughs> references, please feel free to reach in out to us on Instagram at feelgoodpod. <laughs> or you can email us at feelgoodpodcast.gmail.com. We are here for you and your support. Thank you. You know, just knowing I have a community and some support line in my moment of need and the bad that is the ending of a series just gets me choked up. <laughs> this is the perfect time for the sunbeam to just light up my heart. It's so good. It's so good. But Sam, you're back. And I know that there's been... There has to be something that has filled your heart with such rage that you need to unleash it during this moment of battle. What's going on? What's happening over there? Can sadness count? Sadness can totally count. Sadness counts, yeah. I was just informed from a, a crew member today that my snip tool, my favorite pair of scissors that are on my desktop, that are on my little start bar, um, is getting discontinued. They're, they're, why? They're, why? They're doing this, a new This is a, actually snip. a real big deal. Yeah. And I am just mad because they're changing the icon. Mm. They're changing the way it looks. It's going to yeah. be a different shortcut. My poor pair of scissors that have been there with me for so long, for 10 years, they're going away. Rest in peace, Snippy. It's not the snip and stitch, is it? It. Um, the official name is the snipping tool. Oh, uh, yes. I had Screenshots galore. Yeah. Snip and sketch now. Yeah. Uh, it was Window, so hard when I did that change. Windows 11 is really tough to get used to. And I recently just upgraded that to my work computer and I regret it. I do. Simply <laughs> because of that snip. Yeah. Did you? Did it take you a little while to figure out that we're talking about a software instead of actual scissors? No, 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 no. I knew that we were talking about actual software. It's just which software. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually the case for me. I experience that all the time with using multiple programs because it's not, ju at least for me, it's juggling different programs and then like going to one place and they change something. And then you're like, well, I don't want to use this anymore. I'm going to go back to the place that I previously was. And then they change something and you end up flip flopping and can we just all agree on universal tools and just stick with it? That would be nice. That would Don't be very nice. Guys. I get attached. I can't even throw out like a sock when uh, one gets a hole. I have to have them like remarry different socks because I just feel so bad for them. <laughs> I'm the same way. And my <laughs> poor socks. Yes. Marissa yeah. is like coming from the fashion industry and looking at me being like, just get new socks. You're an adult. What are you doing? It's you okay. The we, pain. Well, what we'll do is we'll take that sadness and as much as we can't replace the snipping tool and the icons and everything, I'm sure there's a mod somewhere that you can. Uh, <laughs> we'll do some research over here. We want to, we want to cure that sadness with a little bit of more positivity. I'm just going to, I'm going to mm -hmm. throw some more at you. Boom, I'm going to take it. Boom, we're going to throw it over come. there. The we're going to put a smile on that boom, face boom, and we're going to make boom, that boom. smile become. And with that, everybody, that's been our moment of bad. And now let's bring on this goodness. Let's bring in this joy and fantasticness that is all the efforts and the education that non-Parel Online provides. 
Uh, like we mentioned at the top of this, we have Melanie Marshall here, who is the director of outreach at Nonpareil. And also, too, now new employee, Sam Sadate White. And what we would love to learn from the two of you today is what is Nonpareil? What do, what good do you do? And what's that good that you put out in the world? Well, what we do is we have um, we have four in-person sites, and then we have a online site. The four in-person sites started, the first one was in 2010 we opened, and we've gradually grown to three in Texas and one in Orlando, Florida. So we have Austin, Houston, and Dallas, and then we have Orlando. And last year, well, in 2021, that's last year, we started MP Online to reach the whole nation to teach technical skills. So digital art, um, we teach graphic design, concept art, modeling, using like Photoshop, Illustrator, um, and all those cool tools that the industry uses. I think Blender is the other one in modeling. And then we also use the Unreal Engine to teach different things like um, 2D level design, 3D design, um scripting and Un unreal engines a really great platform for students to explore those interests mm. in-person sites they learn there's classes for app development we have really cool electives where we have like exploring graphic novels and where students can create graphic novels so we have um, pixel art we have foundations of art intro to game design all these really cool different classes in the technical space but paired with that is one of the main pillars of our program, which is the work readiness and professional development. Me as a professional, I have to go, I have to um, get trained and learn more things to do my job all the time. I'm always looking for opportunities. So it's really cool that we can bring this coupled with the technical and skills of learning and building a community, whether it's in person or online, they can join like clubs and groups and really explore interests that they may have like anime club or sam's part of pokemon club <laughs> and we have DD. &D. we have lots of really fun things for for um our students to do we call them crew members but our students to take part in and really build that friendship base that community and i'm just i love it it's so much fun because today we had a meeting and we got to talk about uh, the new mario uh the new movie Mario movie. movie. Yeah. No, we did that last time. That's oh. a really cool one. The new uh, Mario movie. Mario Rabbit. Mario and Rabbit. Yes. Yeah, uh, Mario okay. Rabbit. We I'm so, watched I'm excited the trailer for that, game. for that game. Yeah. And then the Sonic one that's coming out. Frontiers. Yeah, Frontiers. Mm. I was like, what is it? My brain was on pause for a minute. Thank you. I told you. We're here for your pop culture needs. <laughs> Thank you. So it's super fun to do those things. And plus just really teach some really great skills to help each of our students building their, you know, better futures for adults with autism. We work with all of our students have autism and I wouldn't work anywhere else, honestly. That's and awesome. I'm so glad Sam's there. <laughs> We're also glad that Sam has been able to partner with Nonpareil and everything. And you guys have been able to find and create this resource for a population that genuinely is deserving of this kind of attention within the creative arts and everything else in between. Uh, one thing that I would love to know about is how, how did Nonpareil come into existence? 
Um, what was the motivation for the creation of it? So there were two dads. Um, they came together and they had sons who were on the autism spectrum. It, they were trying to decide, okay, what are some of the, our son's interests, the Caleb and Andrew? What are they going to do after high school? And really what they asked themselves is, what am I going to do when the bus stops coming? Are they just going to be home? What is the next step? College may not be a fit for them. What are some of their interests? So they started Nonpareil in Plano. Um, the idea came out in 2008. They started in a in um, one of the founders, Dan's home, and Gary and him helped with the instruction of learning how to create video games. Two years later, they opened Plano. Five years later, they opened Houston. Now we have Austin and Orlando since 2019 and NP wow. Online. We're now for NP Online, we're in 17 different states and, and you know, over over 25 cities across the United States. That's amazing. Just for the online. So we're super excited. And it all started with Dan and Gary, our current president and CEO is um, Gary. So um, I, it's just amazing. So Andrew is still is a current crew member at Nonpareil. We've had um, lots of lots of people come through the program and we have like a 76% of the students who complete the program. That's about two to three years um, have moved on to obtain meaningful employment or gone on to a college or university. So that's a that's huge, amazing. Wow. that's a big deal. Uh, what kind of companies have they been able to go to? Well, it just depends on what their interests are, but mm -hmm. we've had, you yeah. know, we have partnerships with, a lot of different companies we've had partnerships with dell and samsung and um quite a few different companies across the united states where we work with many many businesses and we also have a really cool program called power sourcing Ooh, where tell companies me more. To, oh it's exciting <laughs> it's awesome so power sourcing is where any company can contact um our director of out um sourcing initiatives and Talk with him about a scope of a project that non-Parel students can work on for that company. So it's an outsourced project. It can be um, anything technical in the genre of, of different things that we have offered for the power sourcing program. And we have had done many different projects like we worked with Encore and created a super safe kids app for Encore. And it's a game. It's an edgy game. So we did that through power sourcing and our students, our crew members worked on that. And there's been quite a few more and they're always coming up and we're always looking for people. Hey, if you have a company, contact us. We could be an outsource for you. And it would be adults with autism working on projects. So the company contracts non-parel, non-parel mm -hmm. hires our um, students to work on the project, you know, 5, 10, 15, whatever um, hours that need to be worked on throughout the week. And it's as students progress through the program. That's it's incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so is it, at least so all these things that I'm hearing, it sounds like so much of this is about, there's a lot of success in being able to give your crew members accessibility to all of these resources and not only making it accessible for them, but also making it accessible for those prospective uh, clients who are going to, you know, they, they could go 
anywhere else, but they're coming to you and they're coming to your crew members to have this work done. What it, I'm interested to find out what non-Perel, what you think has been successful in helping your, your crew members and your clients maintain a relationship. Because I'm sure there are parents who may listen to this and think like, whoa, they're socializing. They are like actually like keeping, you know, keeping up and doing professional work. Like what do you think has been successful for them? It, it's been really, really, uh, the best word is beautiful to see how, um, how much nonpareil of what they do for, uh, our crew members. So, uh, in their core classes, they learn all these job readiness skills. Um, and it's very broad. It's everything you need to learn basically to live independently. So anything from budgeting to, uh, job management to, um, just all those adulty things that, to be honest, it's kind of terrifying, but, um, some yes. of the coolest complex. things, yes, yes complex. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a lot of anxiety uh, getting started on those things. And, uh, in the core, they break it down and they help, um, share all these resources and they help each crew member develop the coolest portfolios that showcase all the work, uh, they do throughout the program. So, if they um, did a little 2D platformer or if they um, do 3D modeling or just all these different skills all get added to that portfolio and they build it over time. So between um, all those resources and I think the a strong community um, part of it, all the different clubs we offer, it's really, really uh, good because um, they uh, are just growing um, you could just see each person just grow over time and uh, just come out of their shell because they feel stronger as a person and more confident in their own abilities. And they're just, it's a really cool program. I, I wish my school career and everything like that was similar in regards to the education that you are, are able to provide at Nonpareil. I was not ready for this jelly today. <laughs> I was not either <laughs> at all. And I love jelly. Um, but <laughs> Sam, one thing I'd love to hear from you is, uh, as we spoke about in the last conversation that we had, um, you donated an app to Nonpareil. What made you choose Nonpareil as that company to donate your app to? Well, um, this is going to sound kind of silly, but it was a Google search. Um, I you thought, know what? Uh, marketing <laughs> is my jam. Yeah. Hearing that your marketing over there, Melody, is you got the you got the keywords going. Good job. Heck yes. Well, <laughs> um, one of the kind of sad realities that I always um, want to battle so that it's not a sad reality anymore. The statistics can be pretty scary for adults with autism. Uh, we have a very high unemployment rate, um, and just in general, there's just so much we can do. Um, for that community. And I'm a part of that community. So uh, when I thought, man, I have part of an app just sitting on my computer, um, I really wanted it to go to uh, somewhere where it would help my own community. So I Googled Texas, uh, adults with autism, uh, school program, and Nonpareil showed up. And I can say how involved they are. 
that um, they didn't ignore me. Um, you know how sometimes you'll yeah. send a message on the website and it's like, oh, no one ever answers. No, right away. Too often, I know that. Right away, they answered my call. And um, that's how I met Mark, who uh, mentored me for like two years. Um, he right away was just like, I want to talk to you. And we talked for like an hour, two hours. And he just asked me about my life, um, things I had done. And I remember uh, during that phone call, he said, Sam, I'm so proud of you. You've done so much and gone so far. And you did it like alone. Imagine if you had the support of places like Nonpareil. That's what we want to do for adults with autism. And I was just like, God, I want to work for you. <laughs> but, um, so let's, let's talk about started. that story. Well, you, now you are. Now you work for them. <laughs> Like, yes. how, how did this all come into fruition? Well, um, during that conversation, um, I, I just knew that he got it. He understood the battles that my community's gone through and how each one of us are just trying to live our best lives and be happy. And he, um, he loved the idea of the app, which, uh, if you, uh, just a refresher, it was, um, a health-based app to track behaviors and help the user kind of um, track their good behaviors and their bad behaviors so that they can um, see a little Tamagotchi-like character just uh, yes. be a physical representation of um, their task and they could keep it in a calendar so that they could show doctors and teachers, nurses, etc., and just keep, um, keep that documentation for themselves. Yeah. So he liked the idea and he was like, let's keep developing this. And, um, and he just kind of guided me, like, have you thought of adding this? Have you thought of this? And I would send him little PowerPoints of all the things we talked about. And I kept learning on my own. And two years later, uh, I just so happened to not be working at the time. And he was just like, well, I have an opening for you. Please apply. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so yes. he told like me TV. about Sam and sent me her application or her resume. I contacted her, interviewed her. I liked her a lot, but I also do a little Google search and mm -hmm. Facebook and all, all the platforms search on as, everybody. As you should. Yeah. Yes. As you should. And the first thing I Google searched was her name. And guess what came up? What came up? Uh, feel good podcast. <gasps> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so I saw this feel good podcast and I sent it to Gary, you know, the um, C the president and CEO. Right. Said, Check this out. This is Sam. I want to hire her. And he shared it at um, our leadership call. I shared it with all my staff. We shared it with our our students, all of our students during a, um, or was it orientation or the first time you were met at Crew Connect? First and, time. Um, so everybody's seen it, and you guys are famous, and you guys <laughs> helped her get the job because as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah. Wow. Awesome. Uh, it was kind of hilarious because here I am, first day, um, officially a part of the job, and my one of my new coworkers, uh, he was just like hey, does this photo work? And I was just like, man, that's 
crazy. How'd you get a photo of me? Yeah. Just secretly uh, stalking you The online. snipping tool. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, snip tool. Bless you for existing. Full circle. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it, but uh, it, so everyone knew me right away. <laughs> Windows, if you didn't know, the snipping tool has brought people together. It's How can life. you... How can you take away a tool that has br ironically brought people together? <laughs> yes. But through like through watching her interview and everything like that, what was it that you all were able to just take away? Because like one, we know and we're big fans and we absolutely love and adore Sam. But like what, what were some of the things that you saw? What I really, really, really liked is you know, she participated with you guys in everything and was so funny and so like great to listen to that. I was like, our students are going to love her. I mean, I love her. Everybody loves her. She's going to really be able to teach um, design or any of the classes we have and really, really connect with everybody because she's connecting with everybody just through a podcast, listening to her. So and I've seen that, sorry, firsthand from her on a daily basis. She connects with everybody. And she is just such an amazing person. I'm so, so, so fortunate that she was not working. And she was um, at that point when we needed somebody and that she was open to working for Non-Pearl Online because, I mean, I couldn't imagine our program without her. Like, I could not imagine having anybody else in the position she's in right now and i'm just thankful what, for her yeah what oh. serendipity it, what a seriously yeah. i don't know if there's any other word to put it of just the pure serendipity that one you're able to find us two you found sam's episode and just heard about ever all the good that she can do and uh like sam how how has it been since you've started um, I'm, I'm going to apologize in advance for, uh, I'm going to get a little sappy guys. Please do. I, my whole <laughs> life, I've always, always wanted to just, um, give back to people. I, I love helping people. I've always, um, love developing things and just connecting with people and, but most of the time it just didn't work out for various reasons. Um, it felt mm -hmm. like uh, I just accidentally um, didn't realize it, but I would push myself too hard or uh, just uh, there would be ideal clashing. Um, mm -hmm. But Nonpareil just had the perfect ideals like all come together. They, they believe in the exact same thing I did. And just we all very much want to make uh, adults with autism's lives better. And on a more personal note, um, this was life changing for my family, to be honest. Uh, this was everything we needed. And uh, I just I, I can't thank y'all enough times, uh, actually, for meeting with me that very first time. Um, I remember I was just a random, uh, I think I was a random a comment on Reddit. On Reddit, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> that it, was, it was a random, I'll never forget you coming to me being like, I don't know if this is the kind of like artwork that you're looking for, but like here's a bunch of stuff. And I remember going to Mike saying like, 
This is also good, but I don't think this is like, I didn't want to simplify what you were doing into a, um, into like a social media post. Cause that was what we were initially trying to do for artists to be able to try and create that space when we, when we were still trying to do that. And we'd love to, you know, obviously pick that up again. Um, but it w it was one of those things where it was like, no, there's so much more going on here because what you're doing is important. And I don't hear a lot of attention that goes into the education space for and not just autistic uh, adults and autistic children, but also just neurodivergent people, neurodivergent people who have special needs more more so than i'm sure you and i sam it's hard and it's hard to really describe where that where that need is because every single person is their their circumstance is so individual and oh, i would yeah. imagine like with, with non-parel like your hat like yes you have your your classrooms but like that is like every single person is probably every single crewmate they're so different they all want different things and that is that's a huge feat to try and like to take that passion to highlight it to the world and then like internally like be unified on it <laughs> like one objective yeah that's that's a lot so to try to communicate that to neurotypical people who probably they not that anyone's hateful, but no one has to think about that. No oh, it's to, true. Yeah, it's and true. When when Byron was first talking to me about Sam and this cool girl that he found on Reddit that uh, he thought <laughs> would be like a good chat, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, let's chat about it. But it wasn't until we fully like we did our first pre-interview and started chatting with that that one like i saw how important it was for byron uh to not only chat with someone who is going through something very similar i'm a neurotypical person and yeah it doesn't come into my mind or my thought on one of those daily basis of just like how hard it can be and how good it is to find members of your community to speak to to go through those kind of challenges and then we chatted with sam and then you hear about the i'm gonna call them struggles first um but also seeing all the good that you do and your superpowers of giving back and how that translated into you just like genuinely doing good and making something and just giving it away like that That's the, uh, changed yeah. my mind in regards to just like the way that people can be generous. And it was like, without a doubt, one of like the easiest and best stories that we could have told. And I'm so happy and appreciative that we were able to meet you and tell your story and for the likes of Melody to hear it too. Like, yeah, it, it was awesome. Is it really that different to give away something that's on your computer? 
Oh. I mean, in America, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so here, I mean, here's the other. <laughs> yeah. I want you know what I'll talk about the 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 autistic community factor of it, other than just like capitalism, because I think something that is apparent to me. I'd love to know I, either Sam or Melody, like what how you feel about this, because I think it, at least my experience in my whole life has always been this like d dismissal about what autism is in in general and whenever and i don't really tell people that i'm autistic anymore unless it's like a circumstantial thing not because i'm particularly afraid of the discrimination aspects of it but it's more about like it's kind of uh, ne it's kind of negligent in the conversation when it's like you just know somebody just really doesn't have any kind of interfacing with it but the people who kind of are in this in-between place they don't know a lot but they know the buzzwords just know that it's like it is a, ne a neurological they're identifying it as a neurological disability they're identifying you know the the visualizations of severe cases of uh autism and outside outside of that there's the there's the stereotypes whereas like a lot of my exposure has always been the nicest people on planet earth the not qu never quiet whether it is you know maybe yeah incoherent noise but like i've trying to talk to someone who's like on the spectrum about what they love you can't get them to shut up like it's <laughs> nope. no no and not that i want to but it's like that that's just the passion those, is real but yes. the passion is real so when i hear sam you saying like yeah of course i'm gonna donate an app to to non-parel it's like that is that is who you are and that is like and i would imagine there's more people and more crew crew members more staff members that feel that same way just from working with people who are on the spectrum so i would actually love to know what are the things that you're exposed to every day about the autism community that you see out in the world and the way that it's represented that makes no sense whatsoever um, I actually think we could take turns with this one because um, Please. what you just said is so true. Um, like we have crew members, like like if it's nothing, if someone is struggling, they're like, okay. And they break it down completely for them with all the patience and good heartedness you could imagine uh, that you would see people have to go get trained in college for. It just comes naturally to them because... Of course, it makes sense to stop and um, be patient and listen. It's it's just what they need, right? Um, I don't know how I explain it other than um, it, it's a, its own blessing and its own curse. Uh, many yeah. of us in the community are very much, um, it just makes sense uh, to do things this certain way. And um, one of those things is, uh, it, it's just very literal, like, oh, uh, I'll use myself as an example. I had it on my computer. I wasn't benefiting from it. Here's someone who could use it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> it works. But Melody, you've uh, you've seen um, all sorts of crew members these past uh, two years online. Uh, I would love to hear some of your examples. 
Well, um, one of the things I want to say is that um, what you said about the generalization. Yeah, so I see that because people, whenever I say what I do, their first thought is, who do they know who has autism? Or if they don't know anybody who who <laughs> is on the spectrum, yeah. they're going to think about what show or what their general idea is. Or right. somebody Day that ends in, in their why school. Went with this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. Instead of saying, for me, I, 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 there's so many different um, students and so many different gifts and abilities. And that's all I can see is mm-hmm. who they are. Uh, I, because they're, they're just like me. I want somebody to see the gifts and abilities I have. Hopefully that's what you're going to see and not the other things that are part of me. And so when I um, look at students that we work with our crew members, um, I, absolutely love working with adults with autism i i would not want to do anything else because of the genuineness the um you know there is a passion the passion if you can talk about something that is important to any one of our crew members they will tell you everything about that if just sit there and listen You're going to learn so much, not just about that subject, but about so many different things. So I, I love the amount of information. Yeah. We're teaching them technical skills. Yeah. We're teaching them work readiness and professional development, having social engagement, but the things I learn on a daily basis from our crew members on a weekly basis, since I've been at nonpareil, I walk, I used to be in Plano, I walked down the halls just so I could have those conversations and learn about Mm. everything because everybody has something different to say if you just listen. And that's all anybody wants. That's all anybody wants to be is listen to. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, people, people want to know that they are, that others care or, and that people are genuinely interested and people love talking about things that they like and, you know, like give them the space to do so as opposed to sort of muting. And mm-hmm. like the fact that you have been able to develop a safe space for them to harness these uh, these fascinations and put it into something constructive and making things that they love is outstanding and admirable for sure. And Sam, I would love to hear from you just in regards to like you're working for nonpareil now like how do you feel i feel pretty fantastic yeah <laughs> like how's, um, how's it how's it helped you how like how how is joining oh the team changed? um let me see if i had to like life the only thing that could make life any better is suddenly winning the lottery um other than that um like <laughs> i can't name a thing I would change. Um, I'm just, it, it really makes a difference in, um, your life when you feel like you're in a place that completely accepts you and that, um, when you're giving your best effort, they, they feel it and understand it's your best effort and appreciate you. Um, never before have I, uh, been in a space where I, 
I don't mean to be a little depressing, but um, like I move a lot. I, I know I move a lot. And I sometimes talk to myself while I type or I may accidentally wear the same Pokemon sweater every Friday because it's Pokemon Club Day. Girl, so I got myself a Friday shirt. I'm not wearing it because it's in the laundry. So I, was gonna I say, understand. That's no, that sounds like no accident. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Today's the one exception. I didn't wear the sweater and it was hard. But um, it's just these little things that to be honest, got me reported at different schools. <laughs> um, I one time uh, got reported for um, uh, having too boring of topic conversations. I only talked about nonprofits and volunteering. Uh, <laughs> wow. How dare so they? So this uh, being here, it's, it's a place where um, when I talk, I feel listened to. And when I listen to the crew, uh, they, they also feel listened to because we know that all these things are important to them we yeah. get it we understand each other um and uh everybody is here for the exact same thing we all want good lives for everyone uh, in our uh community and we're we are willing to do everything possible to help each crew member accomplish their own goals if they uh, need to meet 15 minutes before class to just uh, make sure they feel settled, we do it. It's whatever each uh, person needs. And as long as they're trying, we're willing to uh, meet halfway every time, no questions. And it's, it's that beauty in the community that uh, they're building. That's the type of community I wish for every um, nonprofit and uh, I think it's just the goal in general, you know? Yeah. Uh, you want uh, communities to just, everybody feel like y'all are working together. It's great to continue to see just how the exception and the sort of championing of neurodiverse people within Nonpareil and everything there. Melody, what, what drew you to Nonpareil? What brought you into the fold of working for this organization? Uh, it's not my background when I originally started my career in life. It, I did marketing and different, you know, corporate things. And then somebody said, um, one of my friends said, you should really apply for this job um, and move out of the corporate space because you um, get to work with people with disabilities and help them find jobs and, and train and everything. So I became an employment specialist. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it because I was like, are you serious? I get paid to help people? Does it make sense to me? I was like, this is so cool. So I moved away from the corporate world and went to that nonprofit. Um, then I get, you know, worked with, I had an autism specialization. So that was a majority of my caseload. I'd heard about nonpareil from a lot of the people that I worked with, a lot of my clients, that they had gone to Nonpareil or any, and stuff like that. And this was, you know, back in 2015 and everything. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I found out, um, I was looking online and I saw a job posting for uh, executive assistant for Nonpareil. And I was like, hmm, you know, I'm an employment specialist. Maybe I'm going to go non-parel so i'm i uh applied for it i got a call back from gary 
and I became his assistant within, you know, the next couple of weeks. And so I came in as um, the executive assistant of, um, of Gary, the president and CEO. And then I'm, you know, moved into outreach director and now then I moved from outreach director to outreach director and director of non-pearl online. So my thing is I get to super work with everybody with autism. Everybody on my caseload gets, you know, caseload has autism. (laughs) And that's my, I, I would not want to be anywhere else doing anything else. And I'm just so lucky that I got that job as the executive assistant so that I could first off just uh, be around people with so many skills so many abilities so much knowledge and just waiting for somebody to listen I I'm listening I'm soaking it up because I want to learn everything I can from everybody I meet that was going to kind of lead me to my my next question in regards to you you both of you work in the realm of giving and teaching and doing a lot of things for other people but I think like the whole mission of this podcast is regardless of where people come from and whatever else, there's always that thing that people need to learn of what are the diverse ways of making themselves feel good. Uh, but time has changed. It's been a little bit since we chatted with you, Sam. <laughs> what What's something that's making you feel good right now? Oh, gosh. Uh, life. Um, <laughs> that's, I... a, that's a great one. About. Okay, that's a, that's a good one. Good about, but... Let's see. I There's just too many. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, from squeezing um, my kids mm. to uh, hanging out with my husband to getting the dream job. I get paid to make things. <laughs> oh, and then teach the things I make. Uh, um, so life. I get... I, yeah, I get to make. I made a D and D campaign, and I'm a DM for the first time. <gasps> what? Wow. Spill the beans with me you after this. Be- like, <laughs> give me a call. Amazed. Let me know when this is going on. I'm. I got a level five bard that I'm more than happy to bring into like a guest. Oh, spot. you're welcome to join. Beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I ne- I have been dying to play. I've never played D and D. I've only played like. Uh, a giant i don't even know the name it's like a death battle where it's like 50 people in a room and you're all in a dungeon and it's all everybody just gets oh, like picked off just a cage man yeah. i made a monster yeah, hunter campaign i thought it would be great for our crew members to kind of have like a practice uh D. so before we go to a full-on official campaign i made one where we get to practice leveling we get to practice adding new spells or new weapons and gear every week. So every week they're leveling up and um, we're going to level 20. So it's uh, just 20 straight weeks of 20 fights, um, wow. a little mystery in the background. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just them getting a chance to practice all the mechanics. So when we do a full campaign, um, they feel a little more comfortable with um, playing online in general. But, nice. um, yeah, I had a lot of fun making that. Just saying. <laughs> you should see the document she created was amazing. It's like has pictures. It has what the DM says. It has, I, it's like 50 million pages of how to run this it's campaign. It's only like 36. And anybody, I could pick it up. I know, but I love it. <laughs> I could pick <laughs> it, it up sounds... and DM if she was gone one week. Yeah. You know, because she That's has That's amazing. Thing. Yeah, please send. 
if you can, uh, because I'm trying to start DMing a campaign for Byron. Become a non uh yes. volunteer, <clears throat> and you could uh, DM and practice. I'll see what I can do. No, that's awesome though. Like I, it's the last time we chatted with you, Sam. Like there were, you were already just like a bundle of positivity, but it, it's just incredibly like it feels good to just hear that you are championing life itself and like mm-hmm. that life is what makes you feel good like the all the external circumstances and everything like that brought you to this moment and you can feel good and comfortable with everything that is happening right now and that's like, like I can hang up so my f- microphone right now just because of that. <laughs> it's so funny. It's not that life is perfect. I get random snowballs thrown at me all the time. I was I was diagnosed with carpal tunnel yesterday. Oof. So, or, I thought you were just um, trying to be cool with those gloves. I looked so emo yeah. yesterday because I just so happened to have a black shirt on. Nice. It was so funny. Yes. But um, <laughs> it's it's fine. I can take those punches just because of how uh, much I enjoy all the other stuff. It's okay. It doesn't uh, knock me down and I just lay there sad. I just get back up and it's like, it's okay. Uh, Tomorrow's another day. And I know I love work and I'll get to see everybody there. That's awesome. I I love it. Um, Melody, what what is making you feel good right now? I know it sounds funny. Um, We had nine students start on Monday of last, not this week, but the week before. And eight of them are new. And it is just so really cool to see all of our crew members interacting, whether they've been there for a year and a half or almost two years, to just being there for two weeks. And it is amazing because we're online. So you're wondering, how does everybody communicate? Is there, do they, do they get any social interaction? Every day I'm seeing it, and what's so 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 cool about that is that's why we're here is to build that community and that safe mm-hmm. space. So it makes me happy. Like I'm I'm like today I was just like the second week, and I was like the week before they didn't want to leave this meeting we were having. They just kept we kept talking, and and it lasted 15 minutes longer, um, just because we had just such a great group of um, crew members having fun together on our Friday uh, meeting. And then today it was the same thing. And it's just so neat to see um, everybody just helping each other in every way. And because I get to work with some of the most amazing people in the world. And my, my kids are wonderful too. I love that. Them too. They're, family. they're okay. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, kids are great. Um, our crew members were so happy for today's meeting that um, I had like 10 people show up early. And uh, I just started asking uh, because someone was talking about uh, a graphic novel they want to make. And it was like, ooh, everybody name what superpower they would have. And next thing you know, our chat explodes with everybody picking a superpower. It oh, was the greatest. A dangerous that question in a and an on an autistic chat room that's a dangerous question hey let's, a, let's ask some dangerous let's ask some dangerous question here like what would be your okay. superpower sam ah uh, so uh mine's kind of sappy i uh 
I wish I could just know exactly what someone's feeling all the time, like an empath, just okay. so I can immediately like, I don't know, solve the problem. Like, uh, are they hungry? Are they hurt? Uh, do they do they really need a laugh? I could Google a joke. Just <laughs> I, I wish True. I was an empath. That that's a good one. That's a good one. Melody, what would what would be your superpower? Space and time bending. Like Fair. like yeah. straight up Fair. kind of like yeah. flash status of being able to just like go back like, or like what, go back go forward. It's a whole circle of being able to move throughout time. That means I could slow down, speed up, like anything that was going on. So it would be kind of like with Sam. I could use the empath thing to mm. be able to help people. <laughs> you know, I wish I wish I had those two superpowers. Yeah. Uh, Shadow clone too. <laughs> but space and time bending, it's pretty cool. I nice. love history. I like to learn things. So seeing things. Nice. You have to be careful about the butterfly effect, though. You sure do. I'm very afraid of butterflies. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, Byron, what would be your superpower? My superpower? I would love to be able to make anything out of anything and whatever that thing uh i kind of an artificer but like basically be able to like make you know something with a toothpick and a pen and suddenly it can do magic like like that like half artificer half uh MacGyver. Wizard? Yes. Okay. That nice. is yeah. super cool. That'd okay, be cool. at first I was that... thinking like Momo from My Hero Academia, but then you added the magic part. I was like, oh yeah, that's the artificer. Just that, yeah. like, I don't know what the, I haven't thought through what the extent of the control of what the magical object should, like what it should do. It almost feels like life would be a lot more fun if I don't have control over that. And it's just make it and find out. Um, but yeah, I just I, I want to make I want to make it and then I want it to do the thing. And that would be a lot of fun. That'd be cool. That would be super cool. Yeah. Mike, what is what is what would you want your superpower to be? I think I would want kind of like a, like a super intelligence kind of thing. Like I can mm. I can learn some I can learn a little bit of anything like quickly, uh, like learning a new language or being able to pick up like a new instrument or just kind of a bit of anything being able to do that. I, my favorite TV show of all time is Chuck and like his whole thing was like, he had this whole CIA database in his head and he just think about it and I, and then he could do Kung Fu. And I was always (laughs) obsessed with like, man, I wish I could do that. And then just out of nowhere, I could be like, okay, cool. Here's a backflip. Woo! Uh, I would I would kill to have something like that. Or if I could just magically, randomly speak Polish one day, that would be cool. Um, I don't know why Polish, but why not? Y- you heard it here first. The CIA mic is open. <laughs> don't, don't tell 15-year-old me that. Um, I would be... I think it was from Chuck. I think they had so- Polish sausages all the time on that Probably. Show. They always Bro. had Subway sandwiches, too. But... Uh, yes. Yeah. yes. But, team, I think we're kind of coming up to our time here, but I want to just kind of hear from you in regards to what's what's next for Nonpareil and why, what are some things that our listeners can do to help Nonpareil? So um, we are continuing to expand across the country. Um, we are looking at different places um, that we're going to be opening in the coming years. Um, 
but in the interim, we have non-parallel online. So students can be a part of the program, learn some of these skills, become a part of our community. And um, that's what we're doing is just trying to be able to reach people across the United States that may need this program or want this program or be something they're interested in getting the word out to those families to those adults saying hey we're here if you want to if you want to learn some really cool stuff and become a part of the community i reach out to us and that's that's really just expanding not to expand for any other reason but i want to be able to help people in all 50 states if you're interested in learning more about Nonpareil, uh, please go to npusa.org to learn more, to donate, to whatever you can to help out this great cause. And Sam, anything anything on your end that the world should know about? Uh, take over the world with kindness? I don't know. That's kind of my goal all the time. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. Uh, I think that's the only way that we should be taking on the world right now, especially with everything that's happening and going on. Use a little kindness, use a little compassion, and just listen to one another. It spreads. Uh, despite everything you think, the kindness really does spread. It does. It really does. It does. Much easier than you think. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that's, yeah. Look at this. Look at us, team. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Sam already has the empathy um, superpower, so she <laughs> she's does. amazing. Yeah, she wants yeah, it. Yeah. She already has it. She good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Got to choose something else, Sam. <laughs> okay, healing. Well, it would be cool thank to you just both, like eat. <laughs> thank you both so much for being here with us today. We, I, as I know, only scratches the surface of what of non-parel and what it is and we are especially excited to see uh non-parel and your crew uh, your crew members continue to thrive and continue to learn and to continue making the world a better place thank, thank you, you guys. so much thank you thank you likes yesterday oh man i i forgot that you did likes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. Are you meant watching to me? me? <laughs> you weirdo. Uh, I I am. This is uh, diagnosably true. Um, <laughs> thank you for sticking around all the way to the end for our weirdness. Um, but we that was that was so much fun reconnecting with Sam. That was so much fun meeting Melody and getting to know more about uh non-parel um mike what what did you take away from the this sequel conversation i mean this spiritual sequel i took away a lot and it was something that i never expected for us to do which was impact somebody's life from the conversations that we are having um we were able to change her life in a way and get her the job that she's been wanting for so long just by giving her a platform to have her voice be heard. And Sam is the embodiment of our little mantra that we made of do good, get good, feel good. 
she's going off doing some good work, making others feel good and getting the good in return. And, you know, like I feel incredibly grateful for the fact that we've been able to do this and able to provide an opportunity like this. And it's been so incredibly heartwarming and awesome to do. Yeah. So that's what I took away. What'd you take away, Byron? I'm on a bit of the same uh, train as you. I think like over the experience of like doing this podcast with you, learning from you, learning from all of our guests, I feel like I've been learning about my personal definition of what does it mean to do good? What like what is this universal idea of what it means to do good no matter what you believe in no matter you know no matter what i personally may object to in in another person's life like what is that universal definition that i feel like really fits the bill and i think for me it's like that ability to empower somebody else to create and i think when we came into meeting Sam initially, like she was kind of, she, and we talked about it. Like she was a person who we kind of just randomly met on Reddit, uh, yeah. like about a year ago. And I, I'm actually going to say a year ago, pretty exactly from to this, this date. recording yeah. to this date. And it turned into a, a fully flourished connection to where we got here, where, what we did with her empowered her to be able to go out and get this job and by extension of what we did with her she's able to help young autistic adults be able to start their careers in a way that i'm sure many others in their each of these crew members own personal community might not have ever believed that they can do and those crew members are going to be able to build all these amazing pieces of work or even in their soft skills be able to develop more in more concise and clear interpersonal social skills that they'll be able to take to you know outside of non-parel to their loved ones it's the, the good begets the good begets the good begets the good and i think i've felt that for a really long time so to see it all play out here was i think for me was really touching to see like oh we're I, it's just that domino effect and i yeah. hope that wherever that domino effect goes just keeps going well That's, beyond us all just well keeps beyond, getting yeah, bigger it just keeps getting bigger yeah this is a says this, this can be a scary world sometimes and we need a big ass snowball we do yeah. and thank you to nonpareil sam and melody for pushing that snowball and you know making the biggest brightest most awesomest snowball that one could see and right. we super appreciate it thank you so much um if y'all would like to learn more about nonpareil uh or you know you'd like to donate to nonpareil or if you are someone who feels that like you're interested in digital art you're interested in making video games and you want to 
reach out to Nonpareil. They are npusa.org if you feel you want to get in contact with them and learn more about what Nonpareil does. They're not just an in-person school, they're online. So if you're not in Texas or any of their other in-person locations, there is a way for you to get the education and the resources that you need in the way that you'd like to learn. And you've already met a couple of the uh, of the leaders there, and they're they're awesome. some of our favorite people. They're great. And yeah. that being said, everybody, we here, Byron and I, uh, have decided that this is going to be the last interview that we do for the Feel Good podcast. And we're, we made a joke in this podcast and this episode that we were going to hang up our hats after we were able to at least help out one person. You want to know what? We helped out somebody in a big way. And we're both busy, busy people. And there's a variety of things that are just happening outside that we need to put our focus to. So at this time, we're going to be saying goodbye to the Feel Good Podcast. And it's been an incredible honor to come and do this and speak to all of the incredible guests that we have interviewed over the past two years chatting with since the beginning we wanted to chat with different personalities different voices different communities to learn and to see what makes a person who is going through challenging times feel good and we learned a lot we changed a life and a variety of other lives and it's been awesome and it's been incredibly great to do this with my best friend and my best friend to because you are dude. we've had a blast and we will probably be doing random shenanigans of our own personal projects down the line but we just want to thank all of you for listening for watching for caring for giving a damn and we greatly appreciate it and thank you everybody for just being good yeah i'm i'm very appreciative of this experience myself and i really hope that for the you know the short amount of time that we were able to do this that we were able to put some good into your life that you were able to learn something that you were able to find some different perspectives here i definitely feel like i in personally in my life that this is you know this has always been a show that i've been very proud of to make and i will always 100 percent stand by that and mike i'm thankful to you for i'm especially thankful to you for opening my eyes through this experience to help you know there was so much personally outside of this show that i was able to bring here that i know that i wasn't able to put into outside of this and i know you feel the same way and so the amount of episodes and the people that we were able to spend time chatting with i feel 
I feel accomplished and I feel grateful and I, I hope y'all feel the same way. Um, we won't leave this on such a sour, on such a sour note here. I know this sounds sad, but we do have one last surprise for you. We're not just gonna go out without a bang. We're not. We don't do that here, right? No, we don't we half-ass still, things. <laughs> no, we don't half-ass this. We are going to put a a metaphorical fireworks show in the middle of your brain and it's gonna be like good 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 bam bam all the good stuff all the good stuff so next week we are going to have a feel good non-denominational holiday show and we're bringing back a special guest you're gonna discover next week who who that is is. who it is when we jump on we would love for it to be a surprise because we had fun with them talking with them and having just a nice little holiday episode. And yeah. we hope yeah. you we hope you enjoy. We do. And if you wanna chat with us and reach out and connect and everything like that, please feel free to reach out to you can hit me up on my Instagram at Mike Osgood. Very easy. Um, <laughs> just sh- shoot me a request and let's chat. And Byron, what about you? Where can they find you? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm at filler one up on uh, on Instagram as well, and um, yeah, if you want to reach out to either of us, and this holler. is yeah holler. <laughs> we we're still around. We not going anywhere. We're not evaporating into the air. We're just putting our hats up and moving on to greener pastures. So absolutely to all the Phil Goody tissues that are out there. Thank you. Thank we love you. you. Stay good, and we'll catch you later. Peace.